I'm Damien Venuto. It's October 19th and this is The Front Page, a daily podcast presented by the New Zealand Herald. The economic mood around the world is turning far gloomier. Economists and bankers have conceded that the fight against inflation is going to take far longer than expected, and this also applies to New Zealand. There are also growing concerns that we're headed for a recession. So what will trigger this? How bad will it be? And will the New Zealand economy hold up amid the growing pressure? Today, I'm joined by personal finance editor and one of the hosts of Continuous Disclosure, Tamsin Parker, for discussion about the economic clouds that are gathering across the world. Tamsin, you've just returned from New York where you spent three days with New Zealand business leaders getting an outside view of New Zealand and the global economy. So what was the purpose of your trip? So it was a bit of a dual purpose here, Damien. Obviously, one reason was to promote Air New Zealand's new direct flight from Auckland to New York. But the other reason was really to get New Zealand business leaders up there, seeing what the world is like outside of New Zealand. Obviously, CEOs have been locked up inside the country like the rest of us for the last few years. And it's really hard to gauge what's going on on the ground without being there in person, talking to people, doing the face-to-face time and just hearing from people on the ground. Tamsin, it wasn't all good news and economists at an event for business leaders had some stark words about the economy. So what is the key takeaway there? So it wasn't all good news at all. In fact, it was largely very uh, downbeat, the whole trip, in fact. So the news was that global recession is coming The economy is slowing around the world. Growth is slowing in most countries. And the question the economists sort of put to us was, is it going to be a normal recession, just a normal slowdown, or are we going to see an extreme, you know, meltdown, more of what we saw in, say, the global financial crisis? Is it going to be a crisis or is it just going to be a recession? Currently, right now, the U.S. economy is actually still doing well. And therefore, even if we go into recession, they're going to be in much better shape than 08 and 09. But you, gotta, you, you can't talk about the economy without talking about the stuff in the future. And these are very, very serious things, which I think are likely to push the U.S. Uh, and you know, the world. I mean, Europe is already in a recession. And they're likely to put U.S. in some kind of recession six, nine months from now. So given that this recession could take one of two forms, what are we expecting depending on the severity of it? So The Economist pointed out the fact that if it's going to happen, it's likely to happen within the next few months, some kind of trigger. We don't know exactly what that trigger could be. She sort of pointed to the fact it could be the situation in Europe with high energy costs and the US raising its cash rate so high, that means... The US dollar is going up against all currencies around the world. It's making it a lot more expensive for countries to buy US products and services. Most trade is done in the US dollar, so that's you know really pushing up the cost for other countries. And Europe is already facing a lot of financial pressure with its energy crisis going on, and it could be a sort of a double whammy on that front. At an institutional level, the sort of finance institutions, a lot of them may have bet on the fact that interest rates were going to stay low forever. We've had a very, very low interest rate environment, you know, and it wouldn't take much, I guess, for them to get that wrong. Interest rates are rising and for, you know, one of them to tip over. We saw back in 2008, Lehman Brothers collapsed and that, you know, was what triggered the global financial crisis, the meltdown then. So I guess that's also a possibility. We just don't know at this point. Now, economic downturns always hit the middle and lower income classes the hardest. 
So how severe could the impact be on average Kiwis if we did have that worst case scenario meltdown? Well, I guess what would really come through is, you know, your Kiwi server balance. That's going to be really hit hard. The Economist talked a bit about whether there could be another 20% fall in the markets as a possibility. You know, that's not it's not guaranteed. So th- that would really come through in, in people's Kiwi server balances. Obviously, if you're close to retirement, that's not ideal. You know, seeing your money go down is a worrying aspect. So that's something that could come through. But I guess what is really impacting people right now is inflation, higher mortgage rates, the higher cost of living and everything is just really hitting people in the pocket. Demand for food parcels has gone up 30% year on year and we are seeing people who perhaps wouldn't have come to a food bank before. People who are actually have a reasonable salary, sometimes even two salaries in a household, but they just can't make ends meet now because of the increase in the cost of rent, the increase in petrol, the increase in food and other demands that are on them. So it's really stretching people's resources at the moment. US President Joe Biden has warned that recovery will be a global effort and that we are all vulnerable to economic policies that are being rolled out elsewhere. So if a nation as powerful as the US is worried about what Liz Truss, for instance, is doing in the UK, then where does that leave a country as small as New Zealand? Well, I think it's challenging for New Zealand. New Zealand is a a small country. You know, we're very linked in to other nations and how well they're doing. And we're very linked into the US dollar particularly. That was one thing I noticed being up in the US is that it's very expensive there as a New Zealander to travel there. The Kiwi dollar does not stretch very far. So that really affects our imports. You know, we're now going to be paying more for everything. And it puts pressure on our economy. It puts pressure on our Reserve Bank to keep fighting inflation, keep rates rising, and obviously that feeds through into into borrowing costs. What is the mood in the US when it came to inflation, and where is inflation sitting in New Zealand right now? So the mood in the US was obviously that inflation remains high there too. We just had some numbers out of the US, you know, showing that inflation hadn't dropped anywhere near as much as what, you know, they were hoping. And it's been mirrored this week here in New Zealand. We've seen the inflation rate at 7.2%. That was a lot higher than what people are expecting. The market forecast was for 6.5%. And it's really only eased very slightly. The previous quarterly figures were for 7.3% annual inflation. So it's only come back a very, very small amount. Now, in a column over the weekend, the Herald's Liam Dan wrote that our fight against inflation was likely to take longer to win given the US continues to struggle with the same issue. So how tight are things likely to get for consumers in the coming months and perhaps even the coming year? Well, what the high inflation means is that the Reserve Bank is going to need to keep the foot on the pedal when it comes to increasing the cash rate. So that means we're likely to see it keep rising and obviously that feeds through into mortgage rates so mortgage rates are going to keep rising obviously business lending rates it's not just individuals affected here you know businesses and what they pay to borrow will be affected as well and so you know that flows through into everything that flows through into businesses and how much they charge people for their products and services because if they're facing increased costs of finance, labour, everything like that, you know, they have to pass it on to consumers and consumers are feeling the pressure in in every direction. 
Tamsin, given that mortgage rates have been rising so rapidly across the world, there's now talk of a potential mortgage shock, where those who signed on for their mortgages around two years ago will now face the reality of much higher repayments when they re-sign their agreements. So could you explain how a mortgage shock could play out in the New Zealand context? Yeah, exactly. Well, I was actually speaking to one of the directors of one of the major banks while I was in New York, and he suggested that still a large chunk of borrowers are sitting on a fixed mortgage rate with a two in front of it. And obviously that's where we were at, you know, two years ago. And now mortgage rates we're seeing are five, six, seven percent. So that's a massive jump up for people, especially if they have a large mortgage, they've borrowed recently, maybe they didn't have much of a deposit to start with. So that's going to be a big increase for people to face. And I guess that's where the mortgage shock comes from. Now, you know, obviously we know incomes have been rising. Uh, It's whether, I guess, people can cope with that. At the moment, the banks are saying that they can, that they've tested people at higher rates when people did do that borrowing and they should be able to cope. But when the push comes to shove, I guess that will be the real question, whether people you know, do cope with that high rate or whether they are having to refinance, you know, stretch their mortgage out for a longer period of time to cope with that higher cost or even you know, forced to sell their house. If you know, the mortgage is very high, I'll probably wait it off until it's something that I can you know, hopefully afford. I'm already dealing with it, and if they go up too much more, yeah, that could get painful. Not in the housing market currently, but um, yeah, not looking too likely for the near future either. Now, is there a chance that New Zealanders could end up losing their homes because of this? I think that some will, like, some at the margins will be forced to go to mortgagee sale. That, that's always what happens in a downturn. At the moment, the numbers are extremely low for mortgagee sales. I think, you know, just a handful in the first quarter of this year, it's risen a little bit since then. But, you know, we aren't seeing a raft of mortgagee sales yet. During the GFC, there were hundreds of mortgagee sales every month in New Zealand. That hasn't happened here yet. But we're still to see a lot of that mortgage rate increase flow through to New Zealanders. So that's going to be the test, I guess, over the next year to two years, what happens. With inflation being so high and mortgage rates rising, people will ultimately have a little bit less money to spend in shops. So are businesses starting to get a little bit nervous about the impact these ongoing conditions are likely to have on them? Yes, definitely. I think that is definitely on the radar. All businesses are thinking about, you know, inflation, how that's going to affect their customers, how much money they're going to have to spend and, you know, what that might mean. I guess, you know, it's really that consumer discretionary items that will be really affected. People might not be going out to replace their fridge, buy a new car, things like that that are expensive in these times. So it really depends on what sector you're in when it comes to being in business, being in retail, as to you know, how impacted you might be by that pressure on consumers' pockets. Tamsin, you've written in the personal finance space for some time. Is there anything New Zealanders can do right now to ensure that they're prepared for the economic hit to come in the coming months and year? I think what people need to do, especially if they're coming off a lower fixed rate on their mortgages, is really look at the numbers now. Don't get shocked or surprised. Don't wait for that fixed term to come off and to refix to look at how much of an impact it's going to be. There's calculators you can look at on the Sorted website, work out exactly what your repayments are going to be, and to factor that into your budget. And if you can put aside some money now to help cushion that rise, you know that's going to really help you. I think the thing is to be prepared and to plan and to save and not to just be caught out by it is the key. 
terms of why there is so much gloom around at the moment, are there any factors in the New Zealand economy that suggest we will hold up okay? One of the big factors is the unemployment rate. You know, unemployment remains very low and essentially the labour market is very tight. You talk to businesses and still the word on the street for them is that it's so hard to get good people and employ them in the job. So, you know, that's a big advantage at the end of the day. If you can get a job, keep your job, that's really going to help people that have to pay for higher costs of everything. It's at the end of the day, if you lose your job, that's where it's going to get really tough. Thanks for joining us, Tamsin. That's it for this episode of The Front Page. You can read more about today's stories and extensive news coverage at nzherald.co.nz. The Front Page is produced by Sean D. Wilson and edited by Paddy Fox with executive producer Ethan Sills. I'm Damien Venuto. Subscribe to The Front Page on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Then tune in tomorrow for another look behind the headlines.